today on the Root Cause Medicine Podcast. When you hear about the word like metabolic flexibility, and maybe sometimes with metabolic, you think either metabolism, Mm -hmm. so why am I gaining weight or why can't I lose weight? Or you may think, oh, that's diabetes. I've heard metabolic diabetes and I don't have that. So that can't be me. Mm -hmm. Whereas metabolic, metabolic health does have to do with your blood sugar and your insulin, how you burn energy, how you make energy, how you store energy, how your body functions with basically every cell in your whole body. So we look at it from a hormonal stance, but we're again, remember like insulin is a hormone. Mm. Your hunger hormone, ghrelin is a hormone. Your actual estrogen, progesterone, testosterone hormones all play a role in how you basically make, create, use, and store energy in the system. Hello, hello. I'm your host, Dr. Kate Henry, and today I'm talking with Dr. Carrie Jones. You're used to hearing from her as your host on the Root Cause Medicine podcast, but today she's our guest, teaching us about the latest and greatest advances in hormonal and metabolic health research. You'll get to know and love Dr. Carrie on an even deeper level today as she shares about the story that inspired her love of good medicine and education. Dr. Carrie Jones is a naturopathic physician and the chief medical officer at New Ethics Formulations, as well as the head of medical education at Metabolic Mentor University. Dr. Jones is board certified in naturopathic endocrinology with a master's in public health and over 17 years in the field of functional and integrative medicine. As a former adjunct faculty for National University of Natural Medicine, she's taught courses in both gynecology and advanced endocrinology. She was the medical director for two large integrative clinics in Portland, Oregon, and medical director for Precision Analytical Incorporated, creators of the Dutch Test, for almost 10 years. She served on the Human Performance Council for Under Armour and was previously head of medical education at Rupa Health, where she hosted the Root Cause Medicine podcast and educated the world about how to improve their hormonal health. You're in for a treat today as we learn from Dr. Carrie Jones what exciting new things she has in store for the next year and for us. Before we get started, though, I want to talk to you about something that comes up pretty often on this podcast, and that, of course, is lab testing. You see, testing is one essential way to understand the root cause of an illness. If you're an integrative or functional medicine practitioner, chances are you're placing a ton of orders with a ton of different labs. The Root Cause Medicine podcast is created by Rupa Health. Rupa is the best way to order, manage, and track results from over 30 different labs in one single place for free. Thank goodness, no need to create and log into multiple portals ever again. If you're a practitioner, make sure you go sign up at rupahealth.com to create your free account today. Now, let's start the show. Dr. Carrie Jones, welcome to your own show. Thanks for being with us today. We are so excited. There's so many new and awesome things coming down the pipeline for you. Talk to us a little bit about the new projects you're taking on and the impact they're going to have on the world. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, Dr. Kate, I love seeing your face and I love that you are going to be the new co-host, so to speak, of the Root Cause Medicine podcast. And for those who are watching us on video as opposed to audio, we have the same exact neon sign in the background. We look like twinners. It's so fun. But my role has changed a little bit with Rupa. I was the head of medical education for a little over a year. Absolutely loved it. Obviously loved the Root Cause Medicine podcast. And I have decided to go back into all hormones all the time. My area of 
just passion and I guess you would say expertise is in hormones and the endocrine system. And I have pivoted and I'm now the head of medical education at a place called Metabolic Mentor University, MMU. I'm the chief medical officer at New Ethics Formulations, but I am still with you hosting the Root Cause Medicine podcast twice a month. Thank goodness. <laughs> I know everyone was scared for a minute thinking, oh my gosh, is Dr. Carrie going to leave us? You're not leaving. I'm not leaving, but we are expanding. And that's what I'm honestly really excited about. Even though I loved hosting the podcast every week to have another voice and another person with expertise and interests and connections beyond mine means we're only going to reach that many more people. And we're only going to bring that knowledge to that many more people. Like the things I don't know and I don't have, or the people I don't know, you do. And that's what's so wonderful. So I know the podcast is in fantastic hands. And for those people listening, I just adore Dr. Kate. And so I'm thrilled for this opportunity. Vice versa. Now, you, what you've done over the last couple of years really is do such a good job of educating people about their hormones in a way that is like easy to understand. And you've also given a ton of other doctors and experts a voice to reach millions wherever they are in their car, in their home, while they're cooking with their kids. And so you're doing that in even a different way now with mm -hmm. Metabolic Mentor University. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing there. Education. So it's still ongoing education. That is 100% my passion. And I really just want the information around hormones, hormones 101, hormones in the cycling woman, perimenopause and menopause out there. So at MMU, it is a functional healthcare practitioner program. It is a full study training program. And right now we have a lot of trainers, coaches, dietitians, nutritionists, some doctors, some chiropractors, you know, so MD, DO, NDDC coming through. And my goal there is to build up the actual hormone subsection of it. So if you are interested in that area as a functional healthcare practitioner, then I will have you covered. I don't have I it done it. yet, but I will. You're already doing some stuff. I'm keeping posted on the gram and on your page. <laughs> I know you have a lot coming up that you're doing with them. One of the things I thought was really interesting is so much of what we're learning about chronic illness and performance has to do with metabolic health. But I think metabolic health is kind of a weird term that not everyone may understand. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us, mm -hmm. yeah, what does that mean? When you hear about the word like metabolic flexibility, and maybe sometimes with metabolic, you think either metabolism. Mm -hmm. So why am I gaining weight? Or why can't I lose weight? Yeah. Or you may think, oh, that's diabetes. I've heard metabolic diabetes and I don't have that. So that can't be me. Mm -hmm. Whereas metabolic, metabolic health does have to do with your blood sugar and your insulin, how you burn energy, how you make energy, how you store energy, how your body functions with basically every cell in your whole body. So we look at it from a hormonal stance, but we're again, remember like insulin is a hormone. Is mm -hmm. Your hunger hormone, ghrelin is a hormone. Your actual estrogen, progesterone, testosterone hormones all play a role in how you basically make, create, use, and store energy in the system. And if you don't have good metabolic health, then you're not going to be able to make, create, store, use that energy. And it's going to lead to chronic disease, diabetes being one of the potentials. Mm. And so while diabetes gets a lot of press, also think of cardiovascular disease and think of Alzheimer's disease. I mean, they're really linking metabolic health to Alzheimer's disease is one of the things that sort of propagates it along. And so having healthy, just mm. metabolic health, endocrine health is a keystone for us. 
Yeah. So what are some of the symptoms someone would experience like day to day? Walk me through like someone wakes up in the morning, if they have poor metabolic health, how are they going to feel? It's often, unfortunately, we commonize or normalize, right? Things that people feel I'm tired, all right? I'm puffy, I'm swollen, I hurt. It may have appetite issues, either I'm never hungry or I'm always hungry, headaches, skin issues, metabolic health can show up in our skin, cycle issues, cramps, PMS, cycle irregularity, fertility issues, libido issues for men, erectile issues. So when you wake up in the morning, you kind of might just feel blah. You're like, I'm tired. I feel sluggish. I feel puffy. I can't get an erection. I'm depressed. And like, That's my life. But when it happens over and over and over again, long, long, long time, what we commonly say is, well, I'm just getting older. Well, that's Mm -hmm. to be expected when I have two kids. Well, that's what happens when you, you know, are working a full-time job and raising a family. Well, we justify, we get told it's expected or normal when really we should be thriving. And that's what you talk about a lot as well. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't. So just like the science of optimal performance, optimal health, optimal energy, like being at your peak has to do with metabolic health. Yeah. And so that's what you're educating practitioners on. So do you feel like, what are the gaps that you're seeing with these practitioners? Because I think a lot of people think, well, my doctor went to med school. They understand the metabolism. (laughs) You're laughing. (laughs) Dr. Carey's like, oh, Oh, no, no, no. Why would someone need extra training? Like, what are the gaps that you see that clinicians have that are affecting their clients? You know, it's interesting. I tell this story a lot and it's a now friend of mine, but when I was just first getting to know her, she was double board certified gastroenterologist internist. So MD, double board certified, and she was interested in learning about hormones. And she said to me, can you just teach me about the menstrual cycle? She's a woman in her forties, two or three children. Can you just teach me about the menstrual cycle? And I thought, man, you've been to medical school. You're double board certified. And she got the basics, but she's like, it's not really my area. I can tell you all about the stomach and the small intestine, the large intestine. I can tell you about acute care, but I don't, I don't really get hormones. And I hear this a lot. I hear ER doctors, retired ER doctors or ER doctors pivoting into functional integrative holistic health. And they're like, unless it's an emergency or a car accident, I don't really understand yeah. how the Krebs cycle works, right? I don't really understand how ATP is made. Yeah. I don't really understand how he makes testosterone. Yeah, I get it. I don't know ER medicine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. unless you've like really gone down that rabbit hole, really done that studying or done that program or done that residency or done that schooling, then you're not going to have it in your brain. And that's yeah. why a lot of practitioners, they find their specialty and then don't need to know about the rest. If you're yeah. just looking in ears, nose and throats all day, you don't need to necessarily understand Krebs cycle, right? Metabolic health. And guys, this speaks to kind of like the need for functional medicine, the need for more functionally trained doctors, because for most of history, our medical education has focused on heroics and emergency medicine, right? Like, how do you do surgery when someone needs it? How do you patch somebody up after a car accident or a heart attack? And that was really, really critically important. We are now in a space where the gap in our healthcare is this in-between stuff, right? You're not completely sick. You're not in an emergency, but you don't feel well. And you might be disabled from just fatigue. How do you find a doctor who can help you with that? And that is what Dr. Carey is doing next with this Metabolic Mentor University. So you're also 
chief medical officer. You're you're doing so many things. This is how we know you have good energy because you're like three full-time jobs over here. So chief medical officer at New Ethics Formulations. Why was that an important move for you? I know that's part of this whole picture that you're trying to do to improve the health of everyone in the world, but also make sure more doctors have better tools to help their clients thrive. When it came to, let's say, niche supplement companies, they're sometimes few and far between. So a lot of supplement companies are very, you go to the store, you go to Whole Foods, let's say, and they cover everything. If you need a multivitamin, they got it. You need vitamin D, they got it. You need vitamin E, not a problem. But with new ethics formulations, what I really appreciated and what I wanted to do, what I wanted to focus on was that endocrine health, that hormonal health. And they've really niched themselves into that. That's how they started. The owners who created or started New Ethics have a very actually strong supplement background. They believed heavily in, you know, independent third-party testing, testing on its way out the door, having your COAs for every single bottle, like just things that really resonated me versus maybe let's just make a sexy product, put ads on Instagram and get it out the door, Mm. whether it works or not, whether it's been tested or not. The bottle is cute and the font is cool. And so we're just going to sell it. And so what I really wanted to align with was somebody who was really trying to niche down and focus into that endocrine system. And that's what I appreciate about them because it allows us to really just focus on like, how can we move the needle with hormones? How can we move the needle with insulin? How can we move the needle with blood sugar or, you know, testosterone and still relate it to gut health, brain health, cardiovascular health. But instead of having to focus on What's the latest, greatest for a multivitamin? What's the most potent vitamin E? How do we get a good magnesium? And, 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 and. It's like, no, we just focus on these things. You know, like this is our specialty and that's what I love. So that's sort of like specific, really focused on hormones again for you. And you can help move the needle here in this area. In the States, at least right now, the FDA does not regulate supplements. No. So when you talk about the quality control being important, like, you guys are doing your own quality control to make sure that these products are medical grade. Which is so important, right? And what's in the bottle. In a prior root cause medicine interview, I interviewed Dr. Jeff Glad, who's the chief medical officer over at Fullscript, which is a very large, extremely large, probably the largest supplement distributor out there for us practitioners. And he really walked through the pitfalls of supplements and what could happen and what could go wrong because the FDA doesn't have any oversight. Now it's love-hate, We don't necessarily want the FDA to have a whole lot of oversight because they don't exactly know what they're doing, especially when it comes to supplements, herbs, vitamins, nutrients, drugs and medication are more their thing. But on the other hand, that means just that any old Joe can make a supplement, buy an ad on social media and go ahead and sell it. So it is critically important that the company you're working with, whoever it is, is actually testing. If it says it's on the label, they better be tested. And third-party independent testing not just in-house testing, because obviously that's a little bit biased. And then if you want to see the results of this testing, that you can get that COA, that certificate of authentication to make sure what's in the bottle is in the bottle. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. If you're going to spend your money on something and trust your health Mm -hmm. with a company, right? Because like Mm -hmm. a supplement that is not being third-party tested could have things in it that you guys aren't expecting, like heavy metals, for example. Mm -hmm. There's instances of this happening or products going bad and having toxic mold growing in those products, right? So go listen to that podcast, everyone who wants a deep dive (laughs) on this, right? Like there's a whole science, there's a whole industry built around regulating supplements the same way we would regulate drugs. 
but through a voluntary basis, right? And so, yeah. okay, so your chief medical officer yeah. there. So talk us through a little bit about what you're most excited about in terms of what you're able to offer people as products through ethics. Honestly, it's ongoing education and ongoing answers. When I am educating around hormones, especially because as I'm digging through the literature and I'm finding ingredients, I'm finding ingredient combinations, I'm seeing the, the newest and, and the latest on what's happening in both in human studies, let's say, or cell studies, even animal studies sometimes. And I'm like, man, I'm seeing that in patients. I'm seeing that in clients. Like, I really wish we could have this like perfect design supplement and I know it would work. And to be able to go, oh, now I can. Now I can put that together and offer it, which again, I understand some people are like, well, that's a conflict of interest because you educate and you'll have the product. And I'm like, you're right, except I'm trying to create a product that's not out there yet. I'm trying to create a product that you are coming to me, you as the everyday listeners coming to me and going, gosh, Carrie, I wish there was just a product for X or like Mm -hmm. I use this product because, and I use this product and I use this product is there just one product? Like, can we put the best of these three products together? I'm like, it's my goal. Yes. I oh, love it. <laughs> I love it. What are some of the most effective things that you see make a difference when it comes to moving the dial with metabolic health or hormones? So, and unfortunately it's not sexy. And you and I have talked about this before and prior our root cause medicine podcast, which we have had two. If you haven't heard mine with Kate Henry, please let's go back and listen. But one of the big things is our circadian rhythm. And honoring that rhythm. And it's not sexy, but it is sure cheap and easy, free, cheap and easy, which is waking up in the morning, getting some full spectrum light exposure, right? Like following everything goes up in the morning. Your cortisol goes up. It's supposed to. People freak out. It's supposed to. Like doing this stuff in the morning. Don't get just get on your phone, but like get up, have a little bit of activity. Go see, get the sun and the opposite at night. Wind down, get off your phone, wear blue light blocking glasses, sleep in complete darkness because your reproductive rhythm male or female, it doesn't matter. So testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, ovulation, it all follows a rhythm. Your hunger rhythm, your digestion rhythm, your your food rhythm, it all follows a rhythm. And the master rhythm comes from that light and dark. It's set by the light and dark. And so many of us, I am absolutely guilty sometimes, all of a sudden you find yourself up late scrolling mindlessly on your phone when you thought, I'm going to give myself five more minutes, just five more minutes. 32 minutes later, Mm -hmm. you're down some rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. watching some video you Mm -hmm. never meant to watch, and you should have been in bed. You know, you should have been eyes closed in complete darkness. And we're all guilty. Or one more show. It's Friday. It's a holiday weekend. I'm just going to watch one more show. And you've got your big screen TV, your tablet, you're propped up in bed, bright white light coming at you. And then you're like, I'm sleeping this great. I'm kind of waking up tired. I don't understand. We're reaching for our phone first thing in the morning to start scrolling again. It's that mindless and it's numbing. It's affecting our neurotransmitters. It's affecting our hormones. It's affecting our sugars. It's affecting everything. Mm. So that is honestly one of the biggest, again, I'm about free, cheap, and easy things that we can do is really pay attention when you're reaching for that phone, when you find yourself mindlessly scrolling, like redirect, redirect back to a better habit. The practical, tactical coming in with that as always. (laughs) I love it. I love a couple of your taglines that I really like. I love that you always say like, I help hormonally challenged people feel less crazy. That's like on your website, (laughs) like your core identity. And I think you have done such a beautiful job of highlighting so many other docs. Mm -hmm. I want to give you a chance like to tell us your story for people who might not know what even got you into this field in the first place. (laughs) I was raised in Lexington, Kentucky. So I was raised in the South. 
I wasn't born there. I was born in the North, born in Michigan, but raised in Kentucky. And my general health ed, sex ed was taught by the football coach. So you can imagine how that went. And we did not get a lot of information around our bodies, sex ed, anything. And back then, social media wasn't around. So it wasn't like I could just be like, this is dumb. I'll go Google it. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. And so I grew up not knowing a whole lot around how the menstrual side, I mean, I got the basics and the gist, you know, like my mom taught me things, but I thought, man, I don't know anything. And then as I got into college and learned more and more and more and was planning ahead to medical school, I had a lot of friends. I went to college in the Midwest in Ohio and I had a lot of friends who were like, you know, you're going to be the one friend who opens a spa because in Ohio, the functional integrative holistic didn't exist back then. And so the closest thing they could identify with spa, right? Like you're going to be a massage therapist because that's healthy and holistic because that's just the type of person you are. I was like, that's so interesting. And then I found naturopathic medicine and I was like, this is what I want to do. It Mm. combines the best of everything all together. And in the state I'm in and a lot of the states around me, my license has a big scope, meaning I can prescribe almost all the medications out there. I can do minor surgeries and did, especially female related for many, many years, I can order lab work without issue. At the same time, as I was addressing the whole person, diet, lifestyle, herbs, nutrients, you know, I could take all of that into play and then help the patient as however they needed, whatever their goals were. And so that is how I got into naturopathic medicine to begin with, but I kept going with hormones. My mentor in medical school was a hormone expert And I thought this, this is what I want to do. And I selfishly, it was for me. And then I kept telling people what I was learning. And they were like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's how the body worked. I didn't know that's how the cycle worked. I didn't know. And I thought, how do we not know this? And I went from there. So my residency was in women's health, hormone and endocrine related issues. I did that for two years. I worked with a gyne surgeon for a while. I had my own practice for a long while. And then I was in a large integrative practice for a while with MDs and PAs and nurse practitioners, which was wonderful. I learned so much about primary care, but also got to keep that hormone aspect. And I just found out through the years, so many women just didn't know about their own body. They didn't know about their health, whether it was trying to get pregnant or just what's happening to me, or what is this perimenopause thing that nobody talks about. Mm. And I just kept with the education because I thought, I'll be danged if somebody's not going to know this. If I can help <laughs> one person, they can tell everybody else, look, what I learned today. That's my goal. Love and that. going back to the original quote, I should say, how many times have you had a patient come to you and say, well, I feel these symptoms. And I was told that's normal. That's common. That's to be expected with where you're at in life or whatever's going on. They get brushed off in their six minute visit yeah. and they feel helpless, yeah. hopeless, discouraged. So I was like, no, 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 we cannot do that. I'm going to help you feel less crazy. I love that. I mean, every day, <laughs> if you're asking me how often, every day, right? Every day. Most, <laughs> most functional medicine doctors, that's, well, that's who we see, right? Because mm-hmm. that's who goes into the, some people go to the primary care and they get exactly what they need and they are happy and they leave. We see all the people who want something more, who need something more. And it makes sense that they walk in our door. And it sounds like your root cause moment was feeling like, the education is where I can make the biggest difference. That's actually a tenet of naturopathic medicine. Yeah. Okay. Doceri. Yeah. Tell, you said the word doceri. It's a Latin <laughs> word. Yeah. Tell us what that means. Doceri, to teach. And that's our goal as is, is naturopathic doctors is, is to teach. Teach our patients, teach ourselves, teach our family, teach the wider audience of, you know, what's going on with their body, how they can help themselves, physiology, bio, biology. 
And Docere. Yeah, if you guys could see it spelled out, it's D-O-C-E-R-E. Yeah. Which is the root word of the word doctor. Mm -hmm. And so when we first started thinking of what do doctors do, right? The original understanding of a doctor was someone who would teach, who would educate, who Mm -hmm. would empower and sort of like awaken the inner physician within all of us who knows what we need deep down. So many of us get separated from that knowing or we weren't given the tools to really understand it in the first place. Yeah. And so what you're doing is medicine and you're, you're really doing the education part. And I'm so thankful you are because you can now reach millions. I, I know it's hard as a doctor. Like you are such a people person. People ask me all the time, is Dr. Carey still seeing patients? I want to be her patient. And it's so hard to move out of that role, except when you then get to reach millions and empower them in a different way. Which is what I've loved with the Root Cause Medicine podcast, because of course, it's not all hormones all the time, which is even better for me because then I get to learn. Like I get, you know, back when I got to have people on like you, And for those, when you're listening, and you may have heard me say this before, I've said it in other podcasts because it just makes my whole day when I think of it. So I had Kate on early on as a guest of the podcast and she was talking about serotonin and she was talking about seeing the negative in the world. If your serotonin is like, you're you're quick to point out the negative and it's a protective measurement, obviously, if you want to recognize the negatives and survive and protect yourself. But unfortunately in our day and age, we maybe pick out the negative in our partners. (laughs) She said, if you're picking out the negative and the people around you, you might yeah. have serotonin issue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, hot damn. <laughs> I drove right to the store right after we finished recording. My best friend's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to the store. I'm getting five HTP. <laughs> I'm going to try this out. <laughs> Immediately, right? It's like, let's go. Immediately. Well, I know. I know. Yeah. Now, for, for, now, I should, let me caveat. Let me caveat. As a doctor, I knew what I was doing. If you're listening to this going, oh, that's me. I'm just going to go buy five HTP. It's be careful. You know, it's not without, you gotta be careful, especially if you're on like an SSRI or something, go listen to that episode. Kate talks mm-hmm, you through it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So <laughs> tell people like, let's talk about like, what is the next year going to look like for you? What are you coming out with? What are your plans and how can people stay up to date with you and what you're doing? Not at night, by the way, guys, Dr. Carrie comes on with like the Instagram live and it's like, so do not watch it at night. Cause she's already telling you, put your phone down at night. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to Lunch wear, break only. Yeah. Wear your blue light blocking glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So the next year is just massive education. It's to continue to work with you on the Root Cause Medicine podcast. It's to continue to host the boot camps on the Rupa University platform. It's to continue to grow an entire hormone educational track at Metabolic Mentor University. It's products that are specific to hormones that I just see are missing in the hormone world out there. There's a lot of products for PMS, which is wonderful, but I think there's some specific things that I'm looking for or want to incorporate to move that needle, traveling, lecturing, writing. There's, there's definitely going to be a lot in in that whole, like just education realm, because again, the more somebody I'm, I'm a big fan of that quote, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. And so the more that I can empower somebody, you know, just like you, when you talk, the more you can empower somebody to take control of their health and their choices, the better off the world is going to be. Perfect. So where can people find you so they can stay up to date? Website is the best, drcarriejones.com, drcarriejones.com. Or I am on Instagram at dr.carriejones. I've like dipped my toe into TikTok. I'm still struggling with it. It's kind of a lot. <laughs> I'm there sometimes. But yeah, Instagram is where I hang out quite a bit and do a lot of education. Oh, it's awesome. I feel like I learned something new from you every day and you're able to kind of like hop on and tell everybody the latest, greatest stuff that you're learning, but in a way that's easily digestible. 
which I really appreciate about you. I just want to honor the incredible work that you have done over the past few years. You've reached millions, inspired millions. I am so excited for this next step. And thanks for bringing me along with you, by the way, including (laughs) me in the Root Cause Medicine podcast. Heck yeah. Anything else you want to leave us with today before we close? Honestly, it's to point the camera right back at Dr. Kate, because when I made the decision to just go back into my passion, which was hormones, I knew that filling the position of head of medical education at Rupa would be a big deal. It had to be somebody who had the heart, had the passion, also loved to educate a mover and a shaker in our field. And I couldn't think of anybody better than Dr. Kate Henry, having had her on the podcast, knew her, talking with her, the love she has for this medicine is just massive. Her patients listening about her patient care. And so I am just honestly super psyched for this next year to hear how you roll into the <laughs> the head of med- medical education role and then how the two of us really just continue to bring this podcast to light to more and more people. And I'm just super excited. Absolutely. Thanks for having me with you. And guys, stay tuned. We're going to have some really amazing guests these next few months talking about things from Parkinson's to menopause and more. So we will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much, Dr. Carrie Jones. Thanks, Kate. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I have one quick favor to ask you before you go. If you loved today's conversation, would you mind leaving us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now? Our whole goal is education. So positive reviews are actually the number one thing that help new people discover the show. You're amazing and we so appreciate it. We'll catch you next time on the Root Cause Medicine Podcast.